0: Did you know that the Biden Justice Department has a secret plan to change voting in the United States? I'm Byron York from The Byron York Show. Download and subscribe to my daily podcast to hear me get right into the news of the day. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super Beats shoes are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise, and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO. They have zero sugar and are simply delicious. Tart cherry gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com/Dana. This is. The their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com slash Dana for up to thirty five percent off tart cherry gummies. Buy slash Dana.
2: Texas is busing migrants coming from across the border into New York here. So what's your opinion on that? In a city like this, is already overpopulated, it may not be a good choice. So maybe like in a less populated area or state
3: But it is also super crowded so I don't know if it'd be the best Populated, yeah. yeah So it could it could be an issue The state is already a populated state like we have a bunch of people here like it's already populated
2: Now what New York is doing is they're saying like Okay we're full like we know we can't handle this, this influx What do you guys think about that? Do you think it's like hypocritical of, of New York to do that?
3: I don't think
1: it's necessarily hypocritical uh, Because it's not like they're saying no we don't want any immigrants but The city is packed. They do have to protect the interests of the people who do live here already. At the same time, it is a balance.
0: God, it's just like some grade A hypocrisy from Texas. I do think it is pretty messed up of Texas to handle it like that.
2: I guess it's better than sending them back to where they came from, of course, but uh, it's still kind of disappointing that they wouldn't just be willing to you know, help them out in their own state. I do when immigrants do come to America though. So, but New York City, uh, I don't
1: know. Yeah, well, I don't really give a rat's ass what anybody thinks about what Texas does because Texas has been dealing with it for how many decades now? How many decades? I just love how all of these like, you know, these rich white progressives up in the Northeast think that Hispanic people who live in border towns Have the responsibility of actually enacting the policies that these people write with their mouths But won't cash with action or their own time and money Welcome to the show, happy Tuesday to you Dana Lash here, the nationally syndicated radio program The Simulcast, which is just the video version of the radio show You can watch on YouTube, Facebook and also the first So this ongoing problem, I really liked what Uh, Ron DeSantis had to say about this last night Because he brought up an important detail One that not a lot of people Really remembered When you had the Issue of the uh, Migrants that were actually Had been caught in a truck Remember there were 50 uh, Illegal immigrants People who entered the country illegally And by the way Sidebar when people say I really get I really just don't like that term I don't like people who don't like that term So when you had 50 people who died in a hot truck because they were being brought over by coyotes or whoever else illegally, there was not really a lot of weeping and gnashing of teeth for that. Not really. Wasn't really a lot of it. In fact, I don't even know. Do you think that anybody did you hear any other governor call for a uh, any kind of um, investigation or anything like that? Because I just I don't I don't remember that. Really don't know. I really don't remember any of them calling for uh, an investigation into the 50 people who had entered illegally and died in a truck, overheated and died in a truck. That's a horrible way to go. 53. 53, Excuse me, 53. Don't remember anything about that. No, they didn't scream about that, but they ended up getting very, very upset with Ron DeSantis sending people up to... Martha's Vineyard and the reason why we're still talking about this is because Democrats are going to be forced to live with it. I'm just so tired. I I mentioned this on Jesse Waters program last night because we were they had me on to talk about this guy that had an axe who was up in uh, McDonald's swinging his axe around. Yeah he's out and free. He was released he was what they kept him for 18 hours and then they turned around and they released him. They kept him for a whole 18 hours and then they turned around and released him and he's like oh I did my 18 hours. I did my time. I'm fine. And now he's going to be free to run around and probably attack someone else with an axe. Who knows? I mean, a lot of these people that have been released on their bail system, their their bail reform, they go out and they reoffend. In fact, the vast, vast, overwhelming, inarguable majority of them do. And what's interesting as well is that when, especially if there's an illegal possession of a firearm, we t- we discussed those stats before. It's like over eighty percent of them go out are allowed to walk and then they go and reoffend. But see, here was the the point that I made to Jesse last night. And this goes along with, this goes right into the immigration thing. How long have Democrats, how long have they created these policies where they expect everybody else to to go by it but them? I mean, here you have, example number one, the the immigration and border state issue. You have Democrats that, that advocate for open border policies, that advertise the fact that they're sanctuary states or sanctuary cities. And I don't know if you've if you've been able to catch some of the interviews that border chiefs or border state elected officials have given, but They've explained how, when people are told where they can go, everyone wants to go to sanctuary areas because they say that they like the they they want to take advantage of the opportunities offered in sanctuary advertised sanctuary and state sanctuary city areas. But see, Democrats want to advertise the fact they they want to advertise that they're sanctuary. Oh, we're a sanctuary state. We're a sanctuary city. Don't actually come here for us to demonstrate how we're actually sanctuary. We're just going to say that we are. But we're going to refuse to allow anyone to actually come here so we can live out our policy. They expect the border that they have that they have opened and the officials hands who they have tied, because keep in mind, and I've talked to Ken Paxton about this before. I've spoken with Dan Patrick about this before. I've spoken with Greg Abbott about this before. I've spoken with Doug. I've spoken with every border state governors and elected officials. Their hands have been tied by the federal government going back to Jan Brewer when Obama and Eric Holder's DOJ were suing border state governors that tried to deport people who were illegally entering. And they tied their hands up in endless litigation. It's lawfare. So if they can't get it one way, then they're going to tie everybody up in in constant legal and constant litigation, lawfare, and then take advantage of that period for everybody to come in. So that's one of the reasons why, because there's the federal government is tied elected officials hands they can't deport they can't detain they can't do anything so basically all they can do is just allow people to stay here for the most part which i still disagree with and i'd be i'd be willing to tell everyone to come down here physically flipping make me you will walk back on stumps so that's the that's the reality of the situation that they've been dealing with this entire time democrats have, have who have never been down to the border who've never been to texas Who've, who've never been to Arizona or New Mexico, any of these border states, they don't have to live with this. They get to live in their areas. Everyone said, you know, every town's a border town at this point. Now they're finally seeing the reality of it. They, they demand these policies that they expect every other state to fulfill, every other town to fulfill, towns who only have a third of their median national income or their median income. They expect them to carry the financial burden, to carry the, the burden of manpower, any kind of resourcing, staffing, et cetera. That's one example. The second example is what I brought up with Jesse Waters last night. Look at the bail reform system in New York. Look at it in all of these other areas where you have the crime rate skyrocketing because you had a, a years-long attack on the faith in the ability of fellow citizens to to carry out law enforcement and to police. So you've had attacks on police, sometimes physical. Defund the police. Some areas actually did it. They didn't just talk about it. They, they did it. And you're shocked that crime increased? When you lower the deterrent with, with, with bail reform and you allow people wrist slap after wrist slap, and a lot of these are serious violent offenses, what kind, of, what kind of environment do you think you're creating? Criminals realize there's no deterrent to bad action, and therefore they'll continue to commit crimes. And it's the citizenry that have to put up with it. Do you think that there's a Democrat who advocates for bail reform that was going to be walking into the McDonald's yesterday or the day before getting him some chicken tendies? He going to get him some chicken tendies, maybe a quarter pounder. You think any... De- no, hell no, they're not. They're going to send people to go and get it for him. These people don't ever actually have to live with the policies they demand everybody else live with. They, say, they talk a great game, but they ignore the reality of what their, what their policy actually creates. That's another example. Think about green energy. You have people like John Kerry. John Kerry, rich, wrinkly, desiccated John Kerry. He grew up part of the Forbes family, for crying out loud. He married a sugar mama, the ketchup lady, whose husband earned a fortune, and now they, he gets to enjoy the fruits of some other man's labor. They have private jets. They got homes all over the place. They got a 12 and a half million dollar home in Martha's Vineyard with seven bedrooms. Barack Obama does, too. He lives on how many acres, 17 acres up there? Something crazy. Lots of room for people. Do you hear any of these green energy? John Kerry tells everyone else to downsize. How much is which of his mansions is he going to give up? John Kerry tells everyone that they should go on green energy. Yet he takes private planes, although he'll try to get a photo op sitting in first class without his mask on when everybody else has to wear them. When he's you know, when he needs the good press, because everybody's writing too many articles about his private flights. Joe Biden, he went to London for the uh, queen of of the United Kingdom's funeral. He didn't get on the the party bus with the other elected leaders because Joe Biden's too good for that. I mean, fine, I get it, whatever. I don't think anybody's after him. But he gets in the beast. And it wasn't just the beast that he got into. I don't know if you saw the motorcade of 20-something cars, you know, because he's very green, everyone. Don't give me that he's president of the United States. I expect those people more than anybody others to actually walk the sermon they preach. He had so many damn cars, they clogged up traffic in London, and he was late to the funeral for the queen of the united kingdom he was late and they were told that they had to be there if they expected to walk in they had to be there by 955 they couldn't get there because he had a million gas guzzling cars with him and then they had to take the beast over to london they take it over so he had all these they don't had just have a car over there that they put him in it's the car they take over there so they had to ship that too do you think they did that on electric you think they took that car over there on electric or gas Oh, no, you don't think they did? Either? Or, or, or you know what I mean, like, uh, like, like, uh, 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 or wind power. They used petrol. If it's good enough for the president of the United States, it's good enough for you, the person who's I definitely dare say the people are way more valuable than any figurehead we may or may not elect. Goes over there late to the funeral for the Queen of the United Kingdom. And so he has to go in after uh, a bunch of veterans who were carrying a bunch of ceremonial stuff. For the monarch, he had they had a, him and Doctor Jill, Doctor Jill. If ever a title was so wasted on someone with so little talent, they have to they had to walk behind them and sneak into their seat. They actually then no, they sat in the fourteenth row because they were behind all the leaders of the Commonwealth nations, and that and they also sat far back because they were late. Let's see where Hunter gets it from. But my point is that all these people, all these, these politicians, they talk a great game about all of the, oh, well, we, you know, we're green, we're this, we're that. You need to live by, you, this is what you need to do with your life. I don't recall my, my asking what, they, what I felt that they needed to do with my life. I wish that Africa, that all the nations in Africa, I really feel like they should just all take a bunch of pictures of themselves giving John Kerry the finger and send it up there to Hines Way or wherever he lives off in Martha's Vineyard. I mean, the audacity of somebody like that is just really unbelievable. But these are the policies they expect everybody else to live by. Now, coming up, China had responded. I told you it was going to be a matter of time. Beijing responded to that weirdo walk back. The fight. I think Joe Biden is having a passive aggressive fight with the people who are actually running the country. We talked about this with Steve Yates yesterday. We're going to discuss this five grocery staples that have ridiculously high prices right now. You probably know what they are, but see people who don't go to McDonald's and don't have to deal with axe wielding nut jobs who send people to go for them or people who live in the bubbles of the that are unaffected by the policies they dictate to everyone else. They have no idea about any of this. We're going to get it as that as well, into all of that, too. And also, very interesting story developing. Now, we're watching, there was a, a foundation that offered, was trying to pay people on TikTok for scripted um, anti-Trump January 6th kind of stuff. And the details of that are have seeped out into the public sphere. We're going to discuss that. And a whole bunch more. Dana Lash here for Arc Seeds. There's a growing sense of instability and uncertainty. Gas, housing, everyday items are way up. Uh, Food prices have the nation reeling. The ability to grow your own healthy food is on almost everybody's mind. So this is why I want to tell you about Arc Seed Kits. You can visit Arc, A-R-K, ArcSeedKits.com and enter code Dana to receive 10% off. Now, Arc Seed Kits, it's a non-GMO seed company. It's family owned, and they provide heirlooms. Seeds for across the nation for over 13 years. They want to make sure every home in America has the ability to grow and harvest its own food. And these are the highest quality heirloom seeds. They arrive in a sustainable container, offering long term and short term storage. And they also bring seed saving knowledge and food preparedness to you and your community. You can get seeds for vegetables and herbs. They have 50,000 organically grown seeds in each kit. Talking corn, watermelon, cucumbers, lettuce, beans, tomatoes, all kinds of stuff. Designed to grow nutrient and calorie-dense vegetables and fruits to sustain any home at any time. So, and they can be harvested and regrown year after year. You guys know how heirloom seeds work, right? Chaz Chop in Portland didn't. So visit Ark Seed Kits and enter DANA to get your 10% discount code and be on your way to food and economic security, helping you and your family and your community. It's a limited time offer. Visit arcseedkits.com, A-R-K, and order your seed kits and save 10% today.
0: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech.
1: Here's a big not shocker, because humans haven't changed. We've been the same stupid species forever, I think. People's eating habits are just as unhealthy today as they were 30 years ago, with Americans being among the worst eaters in the world, study finds. But we also are where all the liberty is, too. They say that the average diet quality hasn't changed much over the past 30 years. Lower quality diets, uh, Americans, Egypt, uh, Egyptians, and Brazilians. Interesting. It's more than just Egyptians. There's a bunch of little different uh, groups in that. But they said South Asian and Sub-Saharan African countries had the best diets. Interesting. And Iran's improved food health uh, the most over the past three decades. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what they've done right now. Uh, Also, I wanted to pull this up. Elton John, we're going to talk about this, is going to perform at the White House on Friday. Uh, And Kane made the joke He's like, it's not Saturday Because Saturday night's all right for Friday I really think all the days of the week are And Saturday is just, you know just You should sing it last in the song Just because it sounds better in a refrain Uh, But they said they're erecting a large tent on the south lawn for the event So while you all While we're all dying from inflation And not able to afford basic everyday items uh, Then just know that uh, They're going to be partying it up in the White House with Elton John So yay Uh, So apparently another thing to dislike uh, What is this? Who says this? Is this Gen Z? Giphy Which was a huge multi-million dollar business Apparently they said the generational divide Is threatening the future of tech firms So Facebook slash Meta Is looking to take over Giphy Which is the GIF search engine And they said that some people That it's fallen out of fashion And that people say it's for boomers Uh. You know what else falls out of fashion? Taking care of the younger generation, like uh, me with Gen Z, Gen X with Gen Z, so that you never, ever say anything I do is cringe because we're the coolest generation. How about that? And also STD epidemic, it's out of control. They didn't include monkeypox, Kane. I'm fascinated. Stay with us. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement, and uh, family-owned, they think like us. And they're really known for, over at Recoil Gunworks, they're a web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy to use website as well. Just visit RecoilGunworks.com Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on on receiving ammo And they will note you know, They have it all up there Very helpfully on their website Ammo shipped to your door Where legal And they explain that Including Illinois, New Jersey And Connecticut You need to see the Frequently asked questions on that And check the product restrictions page For further state law requirements And restrictions Visit RecoilGunWorks.com Dana today To get you a full list of products And use code Dana To get free shipping On your next order Whether you need it in the woods Or on the range Recoil GunWorks gets it there fast. And once you make your first order, it won't be the last. Use code Dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com/dana.
4: Listen to the Dana show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. I think what he did was uh, a a great uh a great um to You know, for the country, a great statement for the country to get the conversation out there.
1: Tell the truth. I don't believe anything that comes out of the administration anymore.
4: My message would be, how do you think the people in Texas feel that are getting thousands of them coming in a day? And uh, we had a little taste of it with 50. Hmm.
1: Those are two people from Martha's Vineyard. They were interviewed uh, yesterday Uh, and... That I, I liked what they said there. It made sense. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. It made sense. Now, think about everything that... It, all the stuff that people are dealing with right now. And then you have this on top of it. I was looking at... Um, now there's apparently a new delivery coming for Joe Biden from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Apparently... The plane that was used by Governor DeSantis to send 50 illegal entrants to Martha's Vineyard is now heading to Delaware at the airport that's closest to Biden's two homes hmm look at that I this it's here's the thing it's not making uh, immigration the center of an election it's showing people what all these border towns have had to deal with. That all of these these other areas just they just haven't wanted to share that burden. Apparently, the plane is the same one which headed from San Antonio to Crestview, and then it's going on to Martha's. It went on to Martha's Vineyard. So now apparently, it's uh, it's, looks like it's heading up. It's interesting. I'm going to keep an eye on that. So if it goes, uh, if it if they, you'd have 50, 50 people there, and that might be. Uh, I mean, I feel I feel like they've got a lot of resources up there. Biden didn't. Have, Biden have two homes up there in Delaware? I mean, surely one of them can be used for that.
0: I think he just built a fence around one just in time.
1: Yeah, to keep out the riffraff, don't you know? mm Hmm. Good heavens. So that's that's a little that'll be very interesting to watch and see what happens with all of that because I really think that. Um, they're going to get angrier, especially if these flights keep... Which, you know what? I mean, you have so many people coming across the border. There's there's no more room for resources. People have been doing all that they've been been able to do down there the entire time. Uh, a few things I want to weigh in on. I wanted to play... Where's this at? This is... Duh, 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 because we've been... Here it is. Audio somebody 11. Now, to that point, there's a county sheriff in Texas that says... There, he's launching an investigation into Ron DeSantis for this. I mean, to, to, to look into the transportation of these uh, illegal entrants, 48 of them from Venezuela, to Martha's Vineyard. This is what he says. Listen to this.
2: We are opening up a case uh, with an investigation with regard to the suspected uh, activities involving the 48 migrants from Venezuela that, as we understand it at this point, the facts of the case at this point, are that on uh, Wednesday, September 14th, uh, here in Bexar County in the city of San Antonio, uh, our understanding is that a Venezuelan migrant uh, was paid what we would call a bird dog fee to recruit approximately 50 migrants from the area around a migrant resource center on San Pedro uh, here in San Antonio. Uh, as we understand it, 48 migrants were uh, lured, and I will use the word lured, uh, under false pretenses uh, on, into, into staying at a hotel for a couple of days. Uh, they were taken by airplane. At a certain point, they were shuttled to an airplane uh, where they were flown to Florida and then eventually flown to Martha's Vineyard.
1: And this changes what? doesn't change a damn thing i think that this by the way he records a video of himself announcing this i don't know anything about this guy i don't know if he agrees with me or not on issues i don't care i just am calling calling balls and strikes as i see him this is a really self-serving stunt this dude's doing because i love it how they're like well let's ignore the fact that they committed a crime by entering illegally let's look at what Maybe they were lured by other people who were here illegally under false pretenses to get on these planes. And actually, if you note, one of the things that they'd said, people were saying to Martha's Vineyard is that they wanted to go to an area where they, that was identified as a border or a sanctuary area. They specifically said that. Well, Texas ain't no sanctuary area. So go to sanctuary areas. Lord. no one was lured were they lured into entering the country illegally or do you just or do you stop there i mean how far do you go when you're looking for you know the origin story here this but this guy he's he said that i, I mean if they they're going to look under what you're shocked that someone who was here in the country illegally did recruited other people who were here illegally to get on a plane to go to a sanctuary area and because the other people who were recruited by the one illegal entrant the other illegal entrants that they were somehow tricked and they were lured because they were told they were going to a sanctuary area I'm t- where's where's the problem here I mean the only problem that I see is that we have people who keep entering illegally by the thousands I mean, every single week, that's all I see, is people entering illegally by the thousands. Does the Bear County Sheriff's Office have, an, have any other point besides this, self, this self-aggrandizing stunt? I love these people. I'm going to do a video of myself. Look at me official. I'm being official, sitting here officially. And... Where's the official video on people, all the people entering illegally in the first place? Where's the official video on ranchers finding kids on their property? Where's the official video of the 53 illegal entrants that were left to die of heat stroke in a van? Where's the official video of the young women that are being raped by the coyotes drug across the river uh, illegally and entering into the U.S.? Where are the videos on that? Oh, did we not have time to make videos on those issues? Did we not have time to do that? Is it only when it's the hottest in the press because the white progressives and Martha's Vineyard are upset that's when you feel the need to go and make a video about it? <laughs> Protect and serve. Seriously. Do not. This is why I say I back lawful enforcement, but I don't back anything universally. So they open an investigation into that. Maybe they can open an investigation into what's happening, you know, the why the federal government or how the federal government is actually assisting and uh Really encouraging illegal entry. I just, that's just, that's just foolish, absolutely foolish. But this is, it just keeps coming and coming. Here's something else I want to bring up uh, to your attention. This was a story that's been making the rounds very slowly. So, do you remember when the president gave his Sith Lord speech and he was there uh, in front of, gosh, I it, mean, in a historic place in Philly and he had it all lit up, Lenny Reifenstahl style? And he was saying that MAGA Republicans are a threat. So half the country apparently is a threat. They're just going to put MAGA in front of everything. Sidebar, if we're going to do that now, why is not Has Trump tried to trademark that he should? Because think about it. You can do like MAGA pancake mix. MAGA bread. Don't go for regular bread. Get MAGA bread, right? I mean, there's a million things you could do with it. You, I mean, you could actually, I would open a coffee shop just to actually I think that the black rifle guys need to offer MAGA size at this point. Because you would, I don't even know what the sizes sizes are. Venti's a big one, right? Grande's the middle one? I don't know. Do MAGA roast. MAGA roast, yeah. What, just small, medium, and large, you know. But then MAGA size. Have all these. Anyway, so after he did the MAGA Republicans. Now it was shown that YouTube, Microsoft, Twitch, and Facebook... I'm not going to call Facebook meta because it's stupid... They've announced new initiatives to limit the spread of hateful rhetoric in coordination with a White House gathering on hate-fueled violence. Because remember, the Washington Post, they reported this uh, last week. They said that they were gonna, the, the White House is going to be meeting to talk about hateful rhetoric online. So the DHS, they already linked violent extremist ideologies... As a convergent factor contributing to a heightened threat in the U.S., notes newsbusters. I mean, forget Antifa. Kane, don't, don't bring up Antifa. That's D, different. They said that the press release they issued, it's the United We Stand Summit. Have you read about this? This came out just a few days ago. When the, they hosted the United We Stand Summit. Taking action to prevent and address hate-motivated violence and foster unity. That sounds like something that could have just been an email. So they sent out. They had this. They said that uh, sent out this press release, and they said tech companies like YouTube, Twitch, Microsoft, Meta, Facebook are announcing new actions their platforms are taking to prevent hate-fueled violence. They're going to remove glorifying acts for the purpose of blah blah blah, inspiring others or fundraising. I didn't think that you could put that up there anyway. That already violates, I mean, that's already violates their terms of service. Unless you're, you know, you're ash- actually wishing for the death of conservatives. And then that's D different. Twitch, which is rolling out anti-harassment tools. Uh, the, Microsoft is providing online safety education within Minecraft for the love. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like a bunch of people that don't know how to mitigate. Because not all of these people are kids that play this. So a lot of them are grown folks. A, a ton, most of them are even grown folks. People need to be taught how to navigate things online and in real life. That's the issue here. Nobody teaches that. So they said that they're partnering with blah blah blah, and they're going to look for trends in extremism. And you, you know, here's the you're going to spot it in real person before in real life before you spot it online. Why don't we talk about how to deal with that? Why don't we educate people about what options they have in terms of dealing with individuals that may be dangerous to themselves or others before we roll out this rib Goldberg machine of online whatever but the issue is that this continues biden's the administration's history of pressing pressuring big tech to censor things now this goes to my other story so this was twitchy had this piece uh tick there's some tiktok users that are claiming that a group called the good info foundation offered 400 for a scripted anti-trump january 6 video and they said that Uh, They were people been going on saying I was I was just offered four hundred dollars to make an anti-Trump video. And there are people who are not who don't like Trump at all. And have like a long video history of disliking him that at least had the wherewithal to recognize that this is kind of weird. This is sketch. What's going on here? And they they realize that uh, I don't want to be manipulated. And so they've been going public with it. Have you been hearing about this in the news? Of course you haven't. Of course you haven't. $400. So there are probably some people, I would say that the number of people who are actually blowing the whistle on it, there are probably that much more uh, who are actually doing this. So apparently the Good Information Foundation is a 501c3 tax-exempt organization somehow. And it sounds pretty corrupt because, I mean, there's certain things that you have to abide by when you're, when you're, ta- when you're tax-structured like that. Hmm. Interesting. But that kind of goes along with what we've seen from this administration pressuring tech, pressuring influencers. I mean, that's, you know, that's the whole thing. Now, to this point, one of the other things I want to hit really quickly. I was watching this conversation. So there was apparently a little fight with the left uh, online uh, a day ago. There were journalists there and it had to do with this Politico story and pull this up. It said tensions rise between the L.A. Times and its billionaire owner. The, and that started as people looking at the ownership family, meddling in coverage and endorsements, turmoil within the ranks, etc. And there was a piece of it where it talks about how one staffer, Nika soon Xiong, in 2020 started participating in staff meetings about the paper's failure in covering race and how it could be more inclusive in hiring. She first suggested to avoid using the word looting when covering looting during riots. And now the, they were all arguing with each other. For instance, another staffer said, just an FYI, the move to stop using looting at the LA Times was quite literally a well-documented effort by all of us staff journalists Outrage at the coverage of George Floyd's killing and to say that it was driven by one person is misleading. So they're all actually fighting over who gets the credit for not calling looting looting. And that is our state of media. Yay. They're your moral betters, don't you know? So coming up, I have more. We get a lot. Uh, still, we have the response from China to that weird sixty Minutes remark on Taiwan from Biden. We're going to get into that. We got a midterms update for you. Some of the latest. Uh, we're also going to. There's. Have you seen this? This uh, there's an editorial, and I've seen this statement going around quite often. People are saying, "Well, it's the right to not be pregnant." Well, you also have the right to not whore around, too, but I guess it's a different story. So we're going to get into that and a whole bunch of other things on this happy, joyful little Tuesday, are we not? If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing and market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. 998899 nine. protect your future with american hartford gold 866-887-1188 eight, 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 one, one, eight, 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 or text dana to 998899 nine.
4: shooting down woke culture one crazy headline at a time it's the dana show
1: yeah ken and i were talking about that sheriff down at bear county if only that sheriff actually investigated you know the Emboldened the absolute deluge and increase of illegal crossings as much as he was interested in going after Ron DeSantis. Who knows? And also, he is literally the prime example of why I don't back anything universally. Because I've met bad cops. I've been on a stage with a bad cop before, lest you forget the CNN town hall. I mean, I've tangled with bad cops before, lest you forget Art Acevedo, who wanted to use the full force of the Austin PD to watch me because I criticized him online, which is literally fascism. So you want to talk about controlling speech because I dare to disagree with an all-knowing authoritarian, then there you go. Yeah, so I have every reason on God's green earth, I back lawful enforcement. Doesn't sound like this guy's into lawful enforcement, so why should I back him? Why should any of you? See? The badge comes at responsibility. And you got to remember the people, the free people are number one on our list of concerns. Not somebody's feelings because they might get offended if you criticize them when they do a bad job. So on the way, coming up, our second hour, we've got a midterm update. Some of the latest because now we're getting to the point where we got to start looking at this multiple times a week. Biden's going to be campaigning in Florida for a... (laughs) <laughs> Charlie Crist <laughs> so lame I don't know you're gonna have two old dudes up on stage get on with you so we're gonna I'm sure that's gonna be interesting and also they keep trying to bait everybody into this Trump v DeSantis fight the media is so desperate for this I'm gonna give you the latest example I got some wokery a tech fight a more embarrassing incidents with drugs starring Hunter Biden how does this keep happening we got all of that on the way and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee.
0: Uh, of course, what hovers all over all of this, though, is again the economy. You saw the Republican advantage on the economy, and when you ask this question about Joe Biden, the
4: effect his policies have had in the economy—a two-to-one margin—folks saying it's more hurt the economy than help the economy.
1: Huh. Now, that's Steve Kornacki. He's actually correct. That's some new polling that's out that we're going to be diving into here coming up. Welcome back to the program, second hour of the show. Your lovable lovable sweet angelic curmudgeon here who's right there with you good to be here uh this uh top of our second hour so the yeah the economy is this is why democrats desperately want to shift away to this and this is a shift away from this topic and this is why republicans should be doing everything that they can to stay on the economy and you know even get into the border stuff as well which we've been talking about because i'm just so fed up i'm so fed up i'm so fed up here you have here you have horrible horrible numbers for biden coming in on the economy there's I, everybody's on the struggle bus there's. I was looking at the story of grocery staples that have super high prices. Eggs are up almost forty percent. That's crazy. That's almost forty percent. Thirty-nine. It's basically forty. Eggs are up by an astronomical amount. Butter's up by thirty-eight percent. Or no, sorry, twenty-five percent. Margarine is up thirty-eight percent. Do people use margarine? Who uses margarine? Stop it. Use butter. Flour and prepared flour mixes, almost 25% increase. Olives, pickles, and relish, 20% increase. Eggs rose between July and August of this year alone by 3%. And they said it's because of high feed costs, supply chain issues, all that. Prices for uncooked beef steaks and fresh produce like apples, citrus, and bananas decreased a smidge, but that was it. No, we all got the tax of student loan. Everybody else's student loans and all kinds of other stuff. But hey, you know what? Who cares? Take a break from it. Go and enjoy the dulcet tones of Elton John. Who's, I like Elton John. I don't, you know, he doesn't seem woke. It's weird, right? Because he's an older gay dude and he doesn't seem woke. But and he's performing at the White House Friday night. They're putting up this big tent on the uh, the south lawn of the white house yeah they said that they are uh erecting a big tent on the south lawn stop it stop it stop it chuck schumer and two thousand people have been invited they said it's been in the works for several months you want to know what the title of the evening is called it's a collaboration with a&e and the history channel and it's called a night when hope and history rhyme they don't run, though. No. no. So they said that it's going to celebrate the unifying and healing power of music and commend the life and work of Sir Elton John and honor the everyday history makers in the audience, including teachers, nurses, frontline workers, LGBT. They put LGBTQ advocates in there with everybody else. They said that uh, the president and Jill Biden are going to make remarks. The History Channel's paying for the event. So, yay! Yay! Yeah. You get to watch. That's going to be so fun! Yay! Yeah. I mean, and so when, you know, everybody's broke and trying to afford groceries, we can just look back at that. You know, we'll just... Uh, there you go. I just... This is just just such an absolute... Um... An absolute... Just why? Why is it... Why are they doing that right now? The optics are bad. Like, he just had a party, didn't he? he? He just... They just had a party. And now... They have... They have this. So, I don't know. We're gonna get into it. We'll... Well, we'll, we'll, after it happens, we'll bring you the... The... We'll bring you the hot takes. So... Now, the other things that we got to get into... We have... We're talking about the economy. We've got Wokery. And... This issue... Let me pull the... Pull this up. Because this is what... We were talking about big tech. Uh... And... Their involvement with all, you know, trying to with TikTok and all this other stuff. We were talking about how the Biden administration has worked with big tech uh, to try to suppress dissent. Now he's apparently accused. The administration is accused of pressuring the FBI to fabricate the extremist and white supremacist cases. So rank and file agents are accusing the administration of exaggerating the threat of white supremacists and pressuring agents to cook up cases involving race extremists. Are you shocked by this? Yeah. So we we knew current and FBI former current and former FBI agents told The Times that the perceived supremacist threat is overblown by the administration. I've actually seen uh, quotes where they've said uh, that they feel like there's there's more there's a, a demand and the supply isn't there for the demand. The quote was the demand for white supremacy vastly outstrips the supply of white supremacy he it it just it it, yeah
0: they have supply chain issues with that too
1: yeah yeah absolutely so they said that they have more people assigned to investigate white supremacists than we act that we can actually find but i was told that that was the biggest threat to the country that's what i was told repeatedly right over and over again that's what we were all taught we were all told this over and over again, white supremacy is the biggest threat. We got a misti- mosquito fogger out there who decided this was the supreme time to go out and fog for mosquitoes, and I'm about to shove it up his butt, is what's about to happen. So, in case you wanted to know what that mess was, I'm like, the hell's happening out here? I mean, is there a big, giant, flashing sign that says, come right by the studio and make a, just a crap, epic ton of noise? Is there a sign out there advertising that? Because I don't recall. Oh. Now, back to, I, I'm going to report this person as a white terrorist. White, I don't even know if they're white. I have no clue. Uh, I am just, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go out there and report it. I'm going to say, this white supremacist terrorist, because will not that be a dog whistle for, the, the, won't they kind of like fly in here and like they'll, they'll shimmy down a rope from a chopper and arrest the guy? Right. What's your proof? Well, you because we think you are. It's what it is. We don't have to have proof. If we don't have proof. We'll make it up. Well, they've d- they did it already with Carter Page. They didn't have proof, so they made it up. Yeah. So we're, in th- we're at that point of our, of our country's history right now. But they have these whistleblowers coming out. And by the way, to all the people on the left, that's what an actual whistleblower is when they come out and they do this. They said that they had this summit they wanted to push uh, to root out racially motivated domestic terrorist extremists. What do you mean, like Antifa? Yeah. I'm just BLM? Yeah. I'm just curious. It's all for the purpose of division. That's all they want to do. Now, here's the other thing as it relates to the FBI. Because apparently a lot of rank and file agents, they do not want to be smeared with the actions of what the upper crust is doing. They were accused of falsely designating a veteran led emergency prevention organization and its founder as facilitators of domestic terrorism, according to a whistleblower complaint that was made public in a letter from Jim Jordan. They said that the FBI associated the American contingency with domestic terrorism despite its own investigation proving otherwise in an effort to advance a misleading political agenda. Oh, fascinating. So they said that, the, according to the letter, they, even though they had investigated it, it all came back clean, they still, were, they still maintained that designation. U.S. Service Member Mike Glover. It's American contingency. And, wow. They kept saying, well, we don't look at ideology. But, but that's literally what the biggest scandals to date have been focused on, is looking at ideology. So people can say that, but it's happening. Man alive. But hey, trust your government, everybody. Yay. Trust every, back everything without question. Just obey. That's what it's all about. It's obey. Now, I've been seeing, I'm going to switch this, I've got a couple things because i got some wokery here and some other, let me pull this up, I have a few other things here to hit. The uh, China, the statement from China, I said yesterday in our conversation with Stephen Yates, I said this is going to be, they're going to release I accidentally went to one of their spokespeople, oh no! I clicked on this link and it went to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Republic of China. I don't like to go to any of their websites. They said that Their comments, they responded to his comments that were on 60 Minutes. Let's just get to the big blah, blah, blah. Let me get to the big thing of it. It said uh, they were talking about uh, uh, Biden and he's repeatedly conveyed, the Biden administration has repeatedly conveyed support for Taiwan through public statements, uh, etc. And they said that uh, Taiwan has said that they're going to continue their self-defense capabilities. And China's considering this to be provocative, provocative statements by U.S. President Joe Biden. It's, how is, it's not really provocative. Here's the problem with this. Yeah, let this guy come back with his fogger. Let him come back over here. Go ahead. Get right next to the door. Get right next to it. That's the love of all things holy. Just get right next to the door. Why don't we just have him come on air and he can just blow the fogger right there? All right. We'll all die because I think it's mosquito fogger because I asked. I was like, whiskey tango foxtrot. He's just right there. We're just going to make it part of the show because he's right there by the door. What else are we going to do? Hear him? Yeah. It's so loud. It's crazy. Let's go ahead and go to break because we got to we got to get going. Uh, We'll come back. We've got headlines. We have headline section as well. the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Visit patriotmobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation using offer code Dana. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. patriotmobile.com slash Dana. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dana 972-PATRIOT.
0: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech.
1: So scientists estimate that there are about 20 quadrillion ants on Earth and that the tiny insects weigh more than all of the wild mammals and birds. It's actually kind of terrifying. They analyzed 489 previous studies on ants. Who cares? Spanning all continents. Just kill them all. Their findings suggest that... (laughs) There's a lot of them. No, I, they said that it's actually about 20% of humanity's biomass. That's pretty crazy to think about it. Because there's... I mean, it's it's actually quite fascinating. 20 quadrillion. It's kind of... That's really hard to... Really hard to, to grasp that. Okay, so this... I can't even believe... I'm not going to read the subheading. This is Kane's fault. Because Kane, this is one of Kane's headlines. This is all your... Dude, it is. You sent this. Doctors That's found 55 accurate. batteries up a woman's backside. Yeah. Do you get an award if it's the highest number of something that anyone's ever done? Well, they, you know how you have the Guinness Book of World Records for like every yeah, if record. Yeah, they
0: did. She would win.
1: Yeah, did they do that? I mean, she could submit, you know, and she would be in the Guinness Book of World Records for this. So the um, so it was in Ireland. It was published Thursday in the Irish Medical Journal. And it detailed a patient's arrival at St. Vincent's University Look Hospital. At those
0: batteries on the screen.
1: It's so, dude. I can't even. Are they like? That's, is so that corrosion?
0: Double A's and triple A's. And I'm hoping that's corrosion, because if it isn't,
1: we're all gonna we all vomit it right is. now. Yeah. They an X-ray revealed that there were all kinds of foreign objects in the woman's bodies. It, miraculously, they said none none of them were actually covering her gastrointestinal tract. So they decided to wait in the hopes that she would pass them, and it didn't really do it. So she had to have help. Why, okay, so here's the bigger question: Why would you do this? Why would you ha- Why would you ingest batteries? Why? And they said that uh, they said that it's the highest number of batteries ingested at a single point, and they said it's an actual serious but unusual method of self harm. I mean, just, I am I was going to say something that I would, you know, I was going to say I was going to be like, you know, if that's, if you're so obsessed with that, I mean, that's just, this is just crazy. Golly. So this is also insane. One million people in Puerto Rico have no clean water after Hurricane Fiona battered the island. The storm has intensified. So it went from Cat 1 to Cat 2. Now it's Category 3, 135 mile per hour. It's barreling through the Caribbean now to Bermuda. And it, it's weird because after it went over Puerto Rico, it gained energy. And it gained speed. So it's reached up to 135 miles per hour. It's reached now Turks and Caicos Islands. So everybody has to remain indoors. They have a curfew issued there until the storm passes. They think that it could become a Cat 4 in the coming days. So it strengthened after the devastation of Puerto Rico where it killed at least two people. They said and dumped out two feet of rain. They said now to Category 3, It's as it's barreling towards Turks and Caicos Islands, TCI, it looks like it's going to be up to Cat 4, so... Ooh, golly. That's like the one thing... Man, that's a tornado... Like, just wind funnels, period. I don't like sassy weather. Just stop it. Now, this guy, I like this... This guy, that's headline... And this guy's mugshot. The Beyond Meat COO was arrested for biting a man's nose near Razorback Stadium. So, you know that noses are made of meat, right? I mean, they are. So, I mean, his, the dude's ear or the dude's nose was meat. So, he was arrested, this food company executive, on a pair of charges after repeatedly uh, biting a man's nose in a parking garage in Fayetteville. Uh, Doug Ramsey, 53 years old. They said that it, there was a disturbance. Two males had bloody faces and it's really not going to be good for his company line, by the way. And Juan's also updated. It's four, pe- four fatalities not two fatalities because of that uh, now Category 3 Hurricane Fiona Which is the weird name uh, Adam Levine is a talentless Off-key, bad falsetto Piece of human excrement The story is out that he apparently had an affair On his wife who's pregnant with his second Or third child now He's uh, the singer for Moron 5, the band oh, yeah. yeah, you know the band Moron 5 And he sounds like this <laughs> And he sings those songs so apparently uh, he got busted on the interwebs because he was messaging and carrying on an affair, apparently, according to the girl that he was messaging all kinds of inappropriate things to carry on, carrying on a lengthy one year affair. Yeah, stay with us. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super Tart shoes are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO, they have zero sugar and are simply delicious. Tart cherry gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com Dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com Dana for up to 35% off tart cherry gummies. Buytartcherry.com Dana.
4: When you're stuck discussing politics with your friends, who's the most informed person in the group? Yep, you are. You're welcome. Listen, follow, subscribe. The Dana Show. It's kind of insane that we have trucks and trains carrying oil all over this country rather than constructing pipelines, which would permit accessing more resources, cheaper, safer transmission
1: that's kind of we bad. are opening up a case this uh, is uh, obama's economist larry summers he's like it's kind of crazy that oil pipelines are not being constructed by the biden administration you know really ultimately it's nuts that they are not focusing on refineries can't we've talked about that on the show before that they're not focused i mean they're not even w- concerned about refineries because we, we we absolutely need more of those welcome back to the show dana lash here with you bottom of our second hour today and we absolutely do do need those more supply lower prices but hmm why do we want lower prices It kind of seems like the story isn't it now listen to this this is in minnesota i saw this new york times story the DOJ said that a, grand, a federal grand jury has indicted 44 people on charges. They ran a brazen fraud against anti-hunger program programs, more than one. They said they stole $240 million because they were billing the government for meals that they did not serve to children who didn't exist. Ooh, that's pretty... They said that they were bold one... Conspirator told the government that he had fed 5,000 Children in a day Oh my There's a lot of, American experiment Has been A a really good source for a lot of this stuff But man, there's no Accountability for any Of this stuff, there's no accountability For any of it, this is all our tax dollars Just like that. however much money you want to send over To Ukraine, no accountability However much you want to, I mean just no Accountability for any of this now, I want to look at some of the midterms because, see, this lack of fiscal responsibility is really hitting the administration. I shared with you last week that as it related to his, well, the latest, his approval, his approval rating, that his Biden's job approval rating is, whew, this is pretty bad, 53% average disapproval. Golly. That's crazy. Crazy. And that's, I mean, there's even some left-leaning polls in there, and it's still not really messing with that all too much. But the Washington Examiner, let's look at a couple of these raises, has a piece on the top Republican on the House Committee on Ways and Means. Now this, the House Committee on Ways and Means, this is the, um, it's the, you know the House is the power of the purse, and the House Ways and Means they handle all of the taxation, they write the tax bills, any kind of revenue raising, anything that's House Ways and Means. That's what they do. Um, they deal with unemployment benefits, Social Security. That is that's what the House Ways and Means Committee does. So that's like the right there, the total pure power of of the purse for this. And so with this, they've been having uh, with within the Republican Party. They're kind of having some jostling. You look at Vern Buchanan out of Florida, Adrian Smith out of Nebraska. He's one on the rank. He's a senior member. Jason Smith out of Missouri. He's the ranking member on House budget. They're vying for the gavel because Republicans are trying to put people in spots. they're they're preparing for a majority is what they're doing. And so they're trying to maximize that by having the right people in the right spots. Now, to that point, in, This is, uh, I was looking at the latest in Georgia, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. They have a new poll out, AJC. Now, it's been really tough. It's Herschel Walker facing off against Raphael Warnock. And it's been pretty, uh, it's been really close considering. In fact, one of the latest polls has them in a dead heat. That's crazy. Absolute dead heat, a latest poll. Uh, one, the one before that, well, and that's the or that's the RCP average latest poll. Sorry, the the, Mar- the Maris poll has Warnock up by barely plus two. And what's weird is the AJC poll that was taken before that. Uh, the AJC poll that was taken last week has Walker plus two. Quinnipiac put Warnock, and this was a really I look I did look at this poll last night. This was, I thought it was not a huge sample size and I thought it was oversampled. Uh, They gave Warnock plus six. So that is, even including that survey in there, it still has them as a statistical tie. But because the last three surveys, the last three polls going back to August 24th show Walker plus one, plus two and plus three, he's so far, it looks as though he has a bit of an edge it's ranked as a toss-up now it was not previously so it's been ranked as a toss-up state it's very close there we need that seat republicans can win that seat that's not a that's not an issue so it's just at this point it's going to be up to the voters it really is now and looking let me look at some of these others because we've got uh, we got a number of them and the latest with some of the Senate polls, Senate polls here in Ohio, uh, the latest poll coming out of uh, the Hill has, shows Vance plus four. And I mean, this was taken, this was released Friday. And that was that's one of the latest ones on that race. Now, here's what's in Missouri. The Attorney General, Eric Schmidt, facing off against a progressive left beer heiress, Trudy Bush Valentine. It was a KMOV... This was a pretty decent survey. KMOV is not left-leaning, but they're not right-leaning. I I actually think that their local news there is pretty straight no chaser. I cannot say that about everybody else. Uh, But in my my hometown, that's... I mean, they they actually are. Uh, And I know a lot of the people there. Plus 11 for Schmidt. Schmidt's going to take the seat. It's definitely considered uh, reliably red now. Uh, Looking in Pennsylvania, the latest from... Uh, Trafalgar group, Fetterman plus two. Sorry, Fetter Woman plus two. So very, oh, it's close. Very close. And these are the right ra- now, Nevada, the latest out of Nevada. This is the hill. This was last week has Laxalt plus one. It was a hill pole. You see how close these races are? That is why we cannot, like Lindsey Graham was suggesting, we can't sit here and mess around with all this other stuff. We absolutely have to focus in on these Uh, these issues the economy immigration i mean republicans will win on this if they just zero in and they focus so there's it it's it's i don't want people to get optimistic just because it so shows someone plus two in like the latest survey i mean there's we're still pretty far out now biden's going to be campaigning in florida for val demings and charlie Crist. (laughs) he's uh Chris was on with CNN saying gas prices are down, inflation's down, what? democracy's up. That's what Charlie Chris said. What? He told CNN. He told it that that's in just like in his house. Like, I don't understand. Right. Does that make sense to you? It doesn't make sense to me because it doesn't seem like that. Yeah. He said, oh, no, all these he's he's got Biden coming into campaign for him. Oh, all this stuff. Gas prices are down. Gas is great. All this stuff is down. Well, maybe he should tell the rest of we're we're not seeing it. I don't know where he's seeing this at. He's gonna go. I don't think that's gonna. It's not gonna help Chris. Do you honestly think Biden showing up for Chris in Florida is gonna help? Not at all. I mean, when you look at what we were talking about, the uh, wh- whether it's the whether it is the economy, two to one margin. Hurt his policies hurt over help. I mean, it's, it's, there's no, there's, it's, I just don't think that that's going to help Chris. It just makes him look even more desperate.
0: Yeah. And just a week ago, Chris was saying that we should have vaccine passports.
1: Yeah. He was. Florida. He absolutely was. Crazy. Okay. So I got to switch it up because I need to seriously find out why. The new Hellraiser movie. You guys remember the old Pinhead, right? I'm, I, no one else is having this reaction. I just saw it and I'm really done with it. It's a, it's Hellraiser, the uh, you know, pinhead, the guy with literally the pins in his head. Okay, well, it's now a chick. Are you upset over that, Kane? Is that one of the things you're going to be?
0: Honestly, I don't really care because I think what happens is when they try to make money off of these quote-unquote ideas, and by the way, let's be real, these are not original ideas. They're just taking old ideas and trying to woke them up. I believe that the whole concept of going woke will end up making them go broke. So go woke, go broke. You do your thing.
1: I just don't know why they have to sh- why they have to recast and have a female pinhead. Someone was saying that oh it's actually truer to Barker's vision having a female <laughs> pinhead. I just don't think that I don't think chicks chicks I don't think they're scary unless you could be so annoying to the point of scary but I just I'm not feeling it you know what I'm saying Yeah
0: I say go for it because every example that you see you know from Ghostbusters on when they try to woke it up they go broke it ends up you know a flop so you know have fun with it they're trying to play this game that everyone's so offended by you know the concept of I think people do that yeah
1: they do that because they, they like the attention. Yeah, they friends. like the
0: attention. They love to create the division. But in reality, they'll go woke and they'll go broke because these ideas aren't original and they're just essentially, they're not going to get the uh, what we like to call in the radio business, the P1s, mm. the loyals, the ones that are loyal to the original story. They're not going to get them. Um, so it's not going to succeed, unfortunately, for them.
1: I just don't know how I feel about hers being a scary entity. If, it, if I feel like if I can kick you in the neck, then I'm not scared, you know. And if I want to watch a bad guy, I, I want to, you know. I'm just saying, I just don't, because psychological only works so far. I mean, you, ha, I mean, it, You have to be able to have a breaking point psychologically. I don't know. I just, am I being too picky? I do. I here's now. here's where I do disagree. We were having a big debate about this at the dinner table last night. So, a f- a friend of ours, uh, who is an Asian gentleman. Is livid because he says that he doesn't. He thinks that there is too much of a push to make everything so multiracial in uh, Lord of the Rings. Now, here's where I was looking at it with Lord, the new Lord of the Rings reboot, because I've been watching it and I actually don't. No, don't get me. Hear me out. I don't think it's woke because of Gladriel. This is based on the Silmarillion, which a lot of people have not read unless you are a major nerd. Uh, so don't. But she has always been, elves are strong. Female elves are stronger than dudes. That's the way, that is canon. This is all canonical. So the idea that she's like Mary sue in this role is actually ignoring Tolkien's, first off, that's not even the purpose of his story. The purpose, one of the big focuses is all of these different uh, races of men, and they, they look at everything from orcs to dwarves to elves as all being different races. Um, And then we had the big scientific discussion as to why it would not be different species, but that's a whole other thing Anyway, so the whole point was to have all of these different groups that had to come together and work for the singular purpose of soul survival of all of everyone And that was that's one of the reasons why everyone was so siloed off into their own dwarf culture and elf culture and you know everything else And so and the culture of men the kingdom of men And we were talking and it does make sense like I would more understand the, I think the black and white men and women of the kingdom of men than I would like the dwarves and all of that. I don't know. The women dwarves had beards though too, so I don't know. Right? It, you know what I'm saying? I just I don't know. But so he, I he was a little he focused on that. I didn't really focus on that so much. I just want to know where I think they're playing fast and loose with the timeline because in the Silmarillion it doesn't actually state when Galadriel gets married because she's married, has kids, she's got a daughter, she's got you know. She's married and she has a daughter and Elrond marries her granddaughter. And I just think they're playing fast and loose with the timeline. And that to me seems woke because, you know, she was a mom and she was going out here and kicking orc butt and doing all this stuff and literally vaporizing orcs when she was saving Gandalf at one of the battles. And it's like, you can't show a married woman with kids, a married woman with a a child in this tough role. To me, that's my objection. But otherwise, I don't think that her telling, her portrayal, except playing fast and loose with the timeline that is her personal life, is actually Mary suing or woke at all. But I'm also a big nerd who grew up reading all of this stuff. And so I'm like, where's, where's the timeline? I just feel like they're being intentionally vague and I don't like it.
0: A lot of the media just doesn't cover the most important news of the day. I'm Byron York with The Byron York Show. In my latest episodes, I discuss how the Biden Justice Department is keeping secret a plan to change voting in the United States. Secret like they won't tell you what it is. Don't forget to download and subscribe to my daily no chit chat podcast i don't talk about every single issue just the ones you need to know the most subscribe on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts it's his life mission to make bad decisions it's time for florida man
1: a florida woman went shopping after shopping after stabbing her roommates because she thought she had killed him dead apparently it didn't happen she looks hateful in her mug shot too who boy, a Florida woman was arrested after deputies say she stabbed her roommates and then went shopping because she thought she killed them. So, according to investigators, Marion County Sheriff's Office responded to a nine one one call at eight in the morning, where the caller at what stores open at eight in the morning? I know that's not the most important thing, but I'm just curious, like what stores open at eight in the morning? Because everything around here opens at ten. I'm like people get up anyway, so they call nine one one. And uh, they informed the Marion County Sheriff's Office that they had been stabbed. When deputies arrived, they located two victims that were stabbed. (laughs) One said that Christina Adams, 30, was the one that stabbed them, and then she fled. So they were able to locate her. She was detained. She wasn't far away. She was detained. She initially denied involvement. And then she said she was angry because they had asked her to leave the home that she shared with them. I guess they were all roommates. And so she thought that she had killed him, so she tried to destroy evidence and leave the location. And then she thought, you know, I'm going to change my clothes and go shopping. And that's when they d- found her leaving, driving back towards the location of the incident. So she's been charged with two, account, two counts of attempted first degree murder and tampering with evidence. She's being held on no bond. She looks mean, too. Oh, man, that girlfriend looks mean. Ooh. So uh, this, let's see, I have a couple of other, <laughs> I have a couple of other things here. This, uh, this is, oh my goodness, a six-year-old Florida girl uses toys, a hairdryer, and a hairdryer to fight off a man, two, a man attacking their mother. Two little girls, twins, six years old, Melbourne Police Department of Florida, their mother, Mashira Hill said that her boyfriend, Andrew William Jr., attacked her inside their apartment. She wasn't able to call 911 because he was attacking her. So the twins stepped in with toys, sticks, and a hair dryer. And she said they were, she said one of them had a drumstick, the other had a blow dryer, and they were beating him senseless. And apparently they actually chased him off. Man, those girls are hardcore. That's awesome. Get them in MMA. Come on, man. Get them in MMA. They could be action stars. Stick with us. Third hour on the way.
3: 1.9 million Georgians will be affected. He said that that's why he cut off funding. He won't allow the county elections officials to seek outside money to shore up the lack of money they receive from the state. Oh my that's why he made it illegal for people to get water and food and lines that in the state of Georgia have been up to eight hours long. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I can't deal. I cannot deal with this
1: whiny broad. That. I cannot. That's Stacey Abrams, the first original election denier, except, you know modern day election denier, except she's a Democrat, so it doesn't matter. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. No one said that you couldn't give people water and that in the uh, while they were going to vote. Here's the thing. Are you a toddler? That's a legit question. Are you a grown person or are you a toddler? Because, see, when my kids were little, if I knew we were going to be going anywhere and we were going to be waiting for an inordinate amount of time, you know what I did? I'd bring my own water I bring my own snacks for my own people in my family. There's a difference. What the law said is that you can't electioneer right by the polling place. Just like you can't wear a hat by the polling place. If you are with a campaign and you are, they leave all these details out because they think you're stupid. This woman is lying. I I do not respect no bra that sits there and tries to lie to my face. It's electioneering. You can't have campaigns handing people water right before they walk in to vote. Just like you can't wear uh, an election hat. You can't wear a shirt that talks about who you're going to vote. You can't wear anything like that when you go into a polling place. just is what it is. Regardless of whether you like the law or not, it's irrelevant. Because what we're talking about is that that's what they were getting into. Now, the other thing with this is that the if they said that people were waiting for a long time bring your own water bring some water and if you dislike oh i hear it but dana some people the polling places are so bad where where are those polling places at oh that's right in democrat run areas because democrats in those areas when you are the majority party, you are controlling how voting works. And if you are displeased with the way that the voting is working in that area, then perhaps take it up with the party in charge who are making all of those decisions. But it's so much easier to sit on your fat butt and scream, but my Trump over and over again. Stacey Abrams is going out there telling everyone that she was the real governor. Now, normally we would we would put people in an institution for mental illness like this. But with her, we let her run again. They were, it's illegal to give them water. If you are that stupid to go out and say things like that, you're too stupid for elected office. It's just an insult. Don't act like everybody's so stupid that we don't know what the real truth was here. She's running these Facebook ads, uh, going, uh, uh, saying that, oh, Kemp is attacking people's voting rights. Who is attacking people's voting rights? They say these things, they're so vague. No specificity. They're attacking our voting rights. Who's attacking your voting rights? Oh, uh, that's right. Nobody. Nobody is. Nobody's attacking your voting rights. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, they want an ID to vote. you you got to have an ID to get cigarettes. How are you going you, you to... I don't hear anybody screaming over that. you got to have an ID to go get liquor. I don't hear people screaming over that. You have to have an ID to get pseudofed thanks to the meth heads. I don't see people screaming over that. Oh, but if it's to vote, oh my heavens, heavens! No, we can't have that. One of the actual most sa- sacred things out there. No, that's 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 all this is. No, it's 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 okay if they want to protect. It's okay to question election integrity if they're the ones doing it. Mm-mm-mm. Now, a few other things here. I see this happening over and over again. And I wanted to get to this GOP thing with Trump and uh, DeSantis because I've seen three pieces just in the last couple of days about this. And one of them, uh, where did the other one of them was one of them? I'm not even going to give the source because it's a stupid website. And I don't like some of the people that are right over there. So I'm not going to. They're one of the people that had a headline. Oh, the Trump DeSantis war may start sooner than you think. So Rolling Stone, this is what started Rolling Stone has a piece out where they're saying that they had a piece out over in June where they were saying that uh, Trump was was uh, spooked at uh, DeSantis's popularity and he was considering launching a bid. And then there was another piece that came out again, Rolling Stone, because they love to talk about this. Remember, Rolling Stone is the publication that got sued because it backstory in case you don't remember this it was the uh it was the one frat that was on the east coast what frat was that it was the fret on the east coast where some crazy psycho uh glenn close kind of kill like just psycho wannabe girlfriend was obsessed with uh, the uva right was obsessed with one of these frat boys and uh they she went she it was the uva And they ended up having Rolling Stone had to settle with the fraternity. It was the UVA Phi Kappa Psi chapter. And they, because they sued Rolling Stone, they settled for a couple million from what I understand. But this crazy chick, she was obsessed with one of the frat guys and was trying to make him jealous. And she had two friends that were with her that night. And she said that they were going to go to this party at this frat house. And she was hoping that this frat guy that she was obsessed with would pay attention to her. And when he didn't, and I guess she left with her love unrequited, she uh, made up the story that they all raped her. And Rolling Stone ran with this story, didn't even bother to fact check a single thing. They ran with this story that this chick told. And they accused all these people of rape, smeared them. These kids, their lives were ruined. And then her friends told on her. They said that actually never happened. And we are questioning her because she's lied to us. And as it turns out, she was trying to make one of these guys jealous is what the story was. It was a psycho crazy chick trying to make the guys jealous to the point now where I'm going to be real with you. Chicks can't be trusted, man. They can't. I told my kids when they went to college, don't you ever find yourself alone in any situation with any girl that could ever make an accusation, we we get, you have to turn into uh, little Puritans. I've been saying the phrase neo-Puritan for years. You have to turn into before it was ever somebody else's book title. Uh, you have to say the phrase neo-Puritan. That's because that's what this is. They t- they're pushing everybody back to this you know neo-Puritan era where you have to have a chaperone even out and about. Is that what feminists want? Because that's what you're going to get with this stuff. Anyway. So th- this is the same magazine that ran this as a cover story, this big investigative piece, and then after that, they got sued and had to settle. So take everything that they're saying here with the same grain of cred- credibility that they've run everything else on. So they have this story where they say that uh, dis- that Trump is fuming. Trump's so mad. Here's the latest headline. This ran uh, two days ago. Trump fumes. DeSantis stole my plan for shipping migrants. And they said that Trump thinks that DeSantis is getting all the credit and that the credit should be his. I seriously doubt that this ever happened. I think people are competitive, but people have been talking about doing this for forever. This is nobody's idea. Everybody's been talking about doing this. But the but here's the thing. The media is trying so hard to get them these two guys to fight. And there are some people on the right who want to be power adjacent, who are trying to protect the little hills that they've built, the little amounts of power that they've been able to accumulate. And so they're being baited because early support is rewarded in terms of power circles. Early support's always rewarded. And so they're being they're being baited by the the leftist media to get involved and and, and kind of uh, help agitate this whole thing. And it is a little I mean it's it is a little weird because a lot of the stuff in Republican there's so much butt kissing that goes on in Republican party circles. Democrats are the same way. So this is not any kind of like reveal on any. Everybody does it. Any kind of anything. It's always like this. But the media desperately want these guys to fight. They want them to fight because they think that here are the two biggest threats within the GOP right now. How can we neutralize them without getting ourselves dirty? We get them to fight. That's what we're going to do. How many times have I been telling you this? How many weeks have I told you that they're trying so hard to make this happen? And this, um, I don't actually know if Trump's going to run. I really don't. I do think that you have to take into consideration that he only has four years. If he were to run and win again, he's only got four years. You got to wait four years or do you want eight years? I mean, it's, it's the, the potential that you got to kind of look at that. And I think that's something that's p- perfectly legit to ask. But this is the media that's trying to bait this because they don't. Who do, who do they have after Biden? Oh, really, Gavin Newsom is who they have? Gavin Newsom, whose own parents fled California to go to Florida during lockdown because they could not stand their, their, their own family's policies? Or his in-laws, rather. They couldn't stand their son-in-law's policies. Gavin Newsom. It was going to be Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom. They were, I promise you, they were trying to, like, make up some kind of ticket for these guys. And then Andrew Cuomo sullied himself uh, by killing all the old people in nursing homes. And, uh, then, you ha- and then Gavin Newsom is just, he he's, doesn't have any credibility either. This is the guy that told everybody to stay home and wear masks while he was out of French laundry. You know, this is a guy who made everybody wear masks and here he is at a Super Bowl game maskless and and partying. So, no, they really desperately want to fight between these two. And no matter what they write, you cannot, you can't. And you have the uh, Democrats that call themselves Republicans who uh, run these some of these little publications And they're they're trying to get in and agitate, too, because they don't like DeSantis. Have you seen a lot of these people like the Liz Cheney's and others and some of those broads on The View? They don't even like DeSantis because these people aren't actually Republican. They were Republican until they lost influence. And then they realized the only way that they could get influence is if they went and sold out the R after their name. Nobody's going to have a Democrat on to bash, you know, Republicans, but they'll love to have Republicans on to bash Republicans. They'll love that. And that's that's the only thing that those kind of people bring to the table and they need more of it. So they don't want DeSantis to win because they're not looking at what's better for the country. They're looking at what's better for their contributorship deal because you're only valuable to a network as a contributor. If you fit within a certain niche, especially during election season. I mean, are you are you there because you're the Republican who's going to bash Republicans? They have scores of Democrats who will bash Republicans They don't like Democrats who bash Democrats. They want Republicans who bash Republicans, though. That is the only value these people bring to The View. That is the only value they bring to MSNBC or CNN. And CNN used to be a lot more diverse. I worked there. I was a token conservative. But then there, they didn't like that. You had to be their kind of conservative. So that's the only value these people have. And so they're trying to hang on to it. So they're against DeSantis because it's not good for their bottom line. So this is, don't take this bait. Do not take this bait. Now, Biden sent a whole bunch of other things, another 16 billion bunch of stuff to Ukraine. We're going to discuss what that all is as well. We have uh, more wokery to get into. And a federal court blow to big tech sets up a SCOTUS fight over First Amendment. We're going to talk about all of that and more.
0: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
1: So, I mentioned this yesterday. It is official. Get all your cranberry... Wait, I shouldn't say this until I go to the store and get mine. Wait, let me put this... Let me put my uh, grocery order on Instacart in. Get... Let's just be quiet and talk about it with us. I mentioned this yesterday. Here's my second... Actually, I have three articles on this. One... Two of them came out this morning. Get your cranberry sauce now. Because Massachusetts and Wisconsin... I didn't know Wisconsin was the biggest cranberry producer, did you, And Massachusetts the second? They have gone through what they say it's a significant drought, and it has uh, really, really uh, sent their cranberry crop sideways. Cranberries are apparently incredibly finicky, tough to deal with. I've never even known anybody who's grown them, so I don't know. They said that it requires they require consistent weather and tons of fresh water, which makes that make sense. But they said that there's been a ton of drought, so get y'all's cranberry sauce now. Get your cranberry sauce now. Do you do real quick, Kane? Do we ever talk? Do you do the mushy stuff or the sliced delicious? No,
0: you got to do the gel type stuff out of the can. If
1: you're not y'all, if you're all not slicing your cranberry out of a can and laying it very beautifully, arranging it on a piece of romaine. Are you really an American? I gotta ask you about that. I mean, we gotta have this conversation. Uh, A judge holds a gun ban for felony defendants is unconstitutional. Very interesting. It was in West Texas. It's a federal judge ruled that this week, Judge David Counts uh, who, according to his ruling, it had to do with a federal indictment against uh, Jose Gomez Quiros, uh, who was charged under the federal ban, and the judge dismissed this federal indictment. Uh, Quiroz was a state bur- was under a state burglary indictment when he tried to buy a twenty-two, and he was challenged for the ensuing federal charge. And uh, he challenged the ensuing federal charge In the opinion, Count said that The case's real-world consequences Valid public, uh, certainly valid public policy And safety concerns exist But he said that this is he's, That these concerns When he cited New York Rifle and Pistol Association's case With New York It uh, looks at the historical analysis And he was saying, look Uh, uh, that which prohibits those under felony indictment from containing a firearm he says is actually unconstitutional that's what he's ruling that's going to be a fight i have another case to tell you about another scot another case court case that's setting up for a potential scotus case as it relates to tech and speech we'll talk about that border stuff more when we come back stay with us
4: your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back if you're gonna have to learn stuff you might as well enjoy it the dana show
3: the border. Why is the border more overwhelmed under your watch, Mr. President?
1: Because there are three countries that are never have, there, are fewer, there are fewer immigrants coming from Central America and from Mexico. This is a totally different circumstance. What's on my watch now is Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua, and the ability to send them back to those states is not rational. You could send them back and have them, we're working with Mexico and other countries to see if we can stop the flow. But that's the difference. Thank you. Okay, so to stop the flow, I don't think you're ever really going to do that. I mean, the way that they want to. Welcome back to the program. We are at the bottom of our third hour here. That was the president of the United States and his answer to a question about uh, what, I mean, really, ultimately, where people are coming from. Nicaragua is in Central America. He does know that, right? Apparently not. Does he know where the countries of Central America are? I no idea. I literally, the other day, somebody got, I didn't even, I just read the comments and pretended to eat popcorn because somebody thought Panama was in South America and was like a journalist, and I don't understand what's happening in colleges. Um, but for real, I these people, Sp- and of course, it was somebody who was like up from New York who was mad about Martha's <laughs> Vineyard. I'm like, you don't even know where anything is. Oh my gosh, you guys. I can't. I can't. I just read about a a, a beer shortage. We're going to need that going into what? Did you hear about that? Yeah, it is. I'm going to come on to that. Mm-hmm. This makes me I feel like I need one reading this piece. This is this from. <sighs> I read this from NBC. And. I was just kind of looking over stuff. I read this the other day and I ran out of because I needed a little bit more time to talk about this quote in this piece. This is pretty amazing. I was reading uh, this. The headline is DeSantis. This is about him sending asylum seekers divides Venezuelan Americans. They said Venezuelans were like, you're throwing away victims of communism. Others were applauding the move. And then I read this quote. And I could not They were talking about this uh, one woman, uh, Patricia Andrade, who's been helping recently arrived Venezuelans. And she was saying that this is, you know, this is the, the Biden, DeSantis is trying to bring attention to a problem the Biden administration doesn't want to take on. And she was, you know, getting into it. And then they had this quote. It was from uh, this guy who runs the Casa Venezuela Dallas Foundation and he said this, quote, it's like me taking my trash out and just driving to different areas where I live and just throwing my trash there. So this dude who runs Casa Venezuela Dallas Foundation said that sending people from the border to other sanctuary areas like Martha's Vineyard, D.C., Chicago, New York. That it is like, and his quote is, again, quote, it's like me taking my trash out and just driving to different areas where I live and just throwing my trash there, end quote. He's, you tell me, what is more heinous? Yeah, that's Max LaFeld. Max LaFeld, who said that. You tell me what's more heinous flying people to a beautiful area because your resources are completely at the breaking limit in Texas and it's not just border towns it's towns past border towns sending people to other sanctuary areas and them being called trash and having it referred to spreading trash which is the worst. Comparing people to trash, I have no words. Um, That made me sad. And, of course, he's an old white guy, Max LaFeld. This is when I'm trying to be a good person, and then I feel like in my head I'm having, you know that meme where it's good Kermit and bad Kermit, and it's basically Kermit with a Sith hood? So this is what's happening in my head right now so good me is like this is an example of some bad things and you know maybe I shouldn't go after this guy whole hog for saying something so horrible about people and then the bad kermit's like you just found out everything about him it's an easy dox go after him you know I mean I have these things and I'm trying to be a better person which is really hard because you know when you see people say stuff like this I see I think that kind of betrays how they actually view this do they actually view these people I think they're the ones who view them as pawns that is what our one of our biggest objections has always been is because they are so far removed from this issue they don't actually see the harm that they're causing it is so dangerous because you cannot go anywhere and, and Kane, you know this too. Anywhere by the border, and it doesn't matter if you're at the, you know, anywhere in the Texas sectors or if you are in Arizona, New Mexico, the cartel runs every crossing. Every, pe- they know exactly what's happening, when and where. It's a very dangerous area. It reminds me of that, uh, was it Juarez in Mexico, where there was a female sheriff and she was a real tough chick. And she started cleaning up the cartel business and she was there three months and they killed her. And that was like the seventh sheriff they killed. They didn't even care. I mean, it's, it is, it's, there's an incentive to keep doing what they're doing. You tell me what's more horrible, running those people through there like that? And then dealing with the complete deluge coming across. There's not enough resources at the border. You have border agents, and I say this because I feel like the left doesn't know this, they're predominantly Hispanic. A lot of people in border towns are predominantly Hispanic. A lot of these elected officials that are calling up Greg Abbott in Austin and are like, send us some buses so we can get people out of here. They're predominantly, if not almost a majority, they're predominantly Hispanic, and they're pretty much all Democrats, too. That's the other thing. A lot of these Democrat mayors that you see on i've seen them on fox i sure as hell haven't seen them on cnn or msnbc because i have google alerts set up on like six or seven mayor's names and cnn and msnbc and i watch i go through all of it and i don't see them being invited to talk about what they're facing in their communities i don't see them talking to the ranchers that are terrified to even go and do their day-to-day uh what they need to do for their animals throughout the day changing animals to to different parts of their land, different pastures and all of that, and and dealing with cattle, et cetera, because they're terrified of the cartel activity after the sun goes down. I don't see that this sheriff, Bear County, I don't see him going out there making a video about that. No, what I see is I see this guy, this Max LaFeld, who, uh, and he, and by the way, NBC tweeted this, Here's the other thing I didn't I didn't mention. Uh, Ryan Sabaderra has this. NBC tweeted this, and they deleted it. He has the screenshot. They tweeted quote Florida Governor. This is NBC News. Florida Governor DeSantis sending asylum seekers to Martha's Vineyard is like me quote is like quote me taking out my trash and just driving to different areas where I live and throwing my trash there. Uh, says a founding member of a foundation which helps refugees. And of course it's this I mean they compare them to trash They got ratioed so bad They had to delete it It was so bad It was so bad So they deleted it Just clowns Absolute clowns But that to me That is Man How do they think that's good I actually I was telling Kane And Juan this I have a friend is on social media. She's a Democrat. She totally doesn't agree with me. We always keep it cordial and we've always been friendly. And I don't have a problem with people thinking differently. And she had said something about me, or to me, right when this story broke because I tweeted something out. She was like, I don't think you realize what this means for the labor shortage. You know, you just can't send a significant percentage of the labor market. I I sat there and I stared at that remark. I'm not going to tell you where it is because she's, if I If I knew that her heart was malicious, I'm one of those people like you gotta take care of this back channel before I put you on blast. And I think she did delete it. But I was shocked. I mean, I showed it to my husband. I was like, I can't even believe that that she tweeted or she (laughs) she tweeted. I can't believe she tweeted this. (laughs) Oops, now I know. I was like, I can't believe that she I can't believe she's I didn't respond or anything. Because I'm like, if I respond to you, you are going to get murked. I mean, you know, rhetorically here on Twitter. That's what's going to happen. And, you know, I was like, how, wait, I'm like, do you realize how this comes across? And she ultimately did later. She was like, oh my gosh, I was not in the right headspace. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. That is, that you cannot, this is not how you view the situation. I look at the people who are, especially the kids who are, be, now I will say the little kids who have no idea where they're being drugged to, I do think they're being exploited by coyotes and adults that are exploiting a bad policy that's hurting people. I look at our border agents who have their own families to contend with and they're working a, a crazy amount of hours trying to cover a crazy amount of terrain. They don't get a, any, any appreciation for the job that they do. They have one of the hardest jobs I think I've ever seen down there. And it is very, it gets very emotional for them. I can't tell you the number of times I've talked to actual uniform border agents where they have said, I've asked them, how many times have you had to buy diapers? How many times have you had to get this and that? And they, they, I mean, this is the stuff that they deal with. I've watched grown men get teary eyed when they have come across uh, groups that have children and they're, and they found out that a couple of the girls were were essentially being marked for trafficking. Or when they have very, very young 13 or 14 year old girls that break down when they get them and they have been assaulted or raped by coyotes going across, coming up to the border. And I watch these men who are, you know, they know how to be steely and they know how to do their job. And I, I mean, they can't hardly talk about it because it breaks their hearts. And a lot of these people have families at home. They have daughters at home, sons at home that they go back and they look at and they're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe someone is actually putting their kids through this. And yes, I blame the parents for doing this too. And I blame the coyotes and I blame the policies. How many times did you hear, and this was probably about six years ago or so, that they were distributing handbills in major Mexican cities saying you can come and this is when their policies are going to get easier. That's when they were doing the, um, oh gosh, what was it? The... When if you had a kid with you, I can't remember the uh, uh, statute or what it was. It slips my mind for a minute. Well, yeah, it was the family separation, but it was also if you have a child with you that you claim is part of your family unit, then you're going to get processed faster. Anyway, uh, Flores, sorry, Flores uh, Amendment. It was the Flores Agreement. So they had, they were like actually advertising that. And there were people who were coming across the border literally showing they saved it. Like, they were handing this out on our... I'm like, who does this? This is all part of this policy. And real people are suffering. And you have morons like this Max LaFell dude. I don't even know who this guy is. All I know is I look at him up and he looked like a white, old white dude. I know a lot of... Cons- I know you don't like... I say this because this is a, the only way you can talk to progressives. It's the only way you can talk to them. All they... All they... It, it's, you know, it's like... um it's like Wally all of Wally can say is Wally all these people can say is black white it's black white black. that's all they can say that's all they can say that's all they think about how to divide with racial lines how to divide how to divide how to divide and in this they're overlooking the real horrors that are happening here and the coyotes are going to take the cartels are going to take advantage of it it is it's infuriating absolutely infuriating that quote the more I think about it the matter it's making me Trying to be good. But y'all, I'm getting tempted. I'm getting tempted. Trying to be good.
4: Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time.
3: Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. And when that crossed the entire world, when slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished slavery, the first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce was the British in, in Great Britain. They abolished slavery. Two thousand naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages, waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffing pages? Absolutely, that's where they should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died at the, in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something too, I think, at the same time. Don Lemon.
4: It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. We're
3: speechless. He
1: had nothing else to say to this guest. She is like a royal observer. Because he had asked this woman who was on his program last night whether or not the British monarchy should pay reparations. And her answer was historic and, and or was historically accurate and fantastic. This brings me into the last bit thing for today. There, You know that film The Woman King that is now, I think, streaming? Viola Davis is in it. Nobody in the media is talking about how the black community apparently is livid that there is a movie made about this because apparently the tribe that's in it was historically the biggest tribe at rounding up uh, their uh, tribal enemies and selling them into slavery. And a lot of people are calling to boycott it and it's coming mainly from the black community. And nobody in the media is talking about this. We're going to hit more of that tomorrow. Kane, today's stupidity.
0: All right. After Biden's sixty minutes interview, not only did the White House have to walk back his comments about Taiwan, but they also had to on his comments of COVID. This is mm-hmm. Fauci doing that very
4: thing. We are much better off now for a number of reasons that you mentioned, but we are not where we need to be. Oh, I'm oh, so tired. Of if guy. we're going to be able to quote live with the virus. Oh my God.
1: We don't. We don't want to hear him anymore. We don't want to live with him anymore. Much less the virus. I'm just saying. All right, folks. That does it for us today. Sign up for the newsletter over at Substack. Chapter and Verse. Have a great night. Back with you tomorrow.